Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Popcorn World. Head to the website and use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your, I still can't believe it, 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Look, don't forget to use promo code NFL100. It's Bet Online, the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts, and tell them the noise maker. Another round of Believe in the ACC with my brothers Kendrick Askin and Charlie Ward. And all week, all this um, day, all day that it's been me just sitting in front of, sitting in front of, you know, the back channels trying to figure out why Instagram and Facebook. <laughs> I'm just, it's been a rough day, man. It's been a rough day. It's, it's, I'm just saying, it's funny how all that come about when after Sunday. I mean, TV show on CBS. Coincidences, purely coincidental. Too much, too much censoring, man. I listen. I something is going on. I don't know, but it was it was a rough day today. But we got through it. Uh, shout out to the noisemakers for rocking with us despite the challenges. We really appreciate that. Everybody just kind of picked up. It was like the whole church picked up and moved over to YouTube. And um, 
then they was over. We was all on YouTube together, so it was nice. Uh, didn't take a lot of uh, convincing. Everybody just jumped over and said, "Okay, where are we going?" Uh, I saw something else interesting uh, on um, the um, the Instagrams. That you is see one on there, it was down too. Yeah, it's back up. Uh, it's back up. Uh, was this today? No, this wasn't today. This isn't. Maybe it was on Facebook. Let me see if I can find it. You guys just talk amongst yourselves. Charlie, how are you doing, by the way? Let's start with you. Coach Ward. Charlie Ward uh, is with us tonight. He's Coach Ward during this time of the season. Yeah. Well, we had a solid practice. Uh, like I said, I got a good group of kids. And, um, and so just got finished with practice. Had a coaches meeting, head coaches meeting for the school, at the school. Oh, wow. Um, we had our, our conditioning during the seventh period today. Mm -hmm. And had a meeting with my uh, with our intern, basketball ops intern for the year uh, to so that we can start getting our uh, plan together for buses and schedule all that pregame meals all that stuff lined up for the season nice and then tonight i got believe in the acc <laughs> oh. Oh. how many football players do you have on your basketball team uh there may be three i saw it's not that bad yeah you don't have a I got. You don't have the mass uh, entrance coming in, so that's good. Uh, I got nine legit. Well, probably a couple of them should be playing football. <laughs> 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 but they, they they choosing not to. Um, so right now, I mean, we have like nine guys, <clears throat> potentially ten, nine, nine, nine guys. Yeah, nine. Uh, varsity guys, because we have a. We have a fall league game coming going coming on this uh, coming up this uh, weekend, Saturday. I think I've been following the Charlie Ward page, and not the Charlie Ward actual Facebook page. Well, I'm gonna ask Charlie this because I was talking to a football coach. Oh wow! At okay. School a couple weeks ago, and he was saying one of the big reasons why he wants his football players to play basketball. And it's not only because of the conditioning, but to keep them busy, if you know what I'm saying. It's a hood school, to be honest. How much do you have to deal with that? Uh, well, you know, having non-basketball players, uh, like, that's that's the norm. We normally have a couple football players that come out. You know, we, since I've been here, we've been consistent with having just strictly basketball players. Uh, but we keep them busy. <laughs> if they're only playing one sport, I mean, we, we have an off-season program so they can stay busy uh, with doing something. And we stay on top of them. And so, yes, football guys, I guess they're very similar uh, to be able to have something to do. Uh, but it's most of the programs, the ones that's going to be successful or at least you know, moving in the right direction, they really have their kids year round mm -hmm. doing something. 
whether it's, you know, three weeks in the weight room after school, doing conditioning, uh, seven on seven, um, lineman, you know, working on technique at some point in the off season. So, but most of the players are either running track, they're wrestling, they're on the weightlifting team. So there's always something you can do to keep yourself occupied if you're playing a different sport. All right. Well, Charlie, for now, I can't find the link to the thing. So you're off the hook for now. But I did see a humble flex by you. But I can't, I don't have the receipts. So I'm going to have to let you I think you should get it because I think he knows what you're talking about. Well, I know he knows. But he took that giant swig of water <laughs> like, it was, like it was a victory lap. <laughs> I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him live for now, because he's. I mean, I mean, it's coming again. You know. <laughs> but I don't know I, uh, if you're talking about the golf, the golf photo that I took with my former Florida State teammates, and right. we were supporting our FSUS golf programs and their. Uh, annual golf tournament. They That's had the one. About 133 golfers. So yeah. They made some good cash, some good money for the program. Who was so, with you? Who were the teammates? There's actually, <laughs> uh, they're pretty good teammates, but <laughs> they're pros as well. They, well, just, they have names. What are their names? <laughs> they got birth certificates. <laughs> Are you, just, are you just walking around with no face? What are we talking about? Right <laughs> yes. They have names and they have championships underneath their belts, too. Oh, that's enough. I think that's enough for me. That's and that was a Charlie Ward humble flex. That's close enough. That's close enough. <laughs> you know, that goes back to Charlie not giving me my half last week. <laughs> See, if, if Charlie would have given you a half, you probably would have advocated for him more. Not I to totally would play. have, but he 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 left me he left me out by myself. Yeah, that's and fair. I clearly I think said that's... that Clemson was going to lose last week, four hours before the game started. Did you? Did you? Oh, it was <laughs> last week. Yeah, that was last week. That was last week. This Can week is a different week. Yeah. Uh, so I want to start at the top of this thing with Wake Forest, though. Uh, is Wake Forest for real? And are they, or are they just ACC for real? I I mean, Wake Forest winning games. I mean, they at this point, what are they five and zero? Yeah, five and zero. I mean, this has happened before too. So it'll be interesting to see how they finish this season. Uh, this this time around, um, but they've actually you know played some quality oh, quality, but they play some football. <laughs> <too. laughs> um, <coughs> Charlie backed off that quality real quick. Well, I mean, go ahead, go ahead, Charlie. I'll, I'll let Charlie think, finish, and I'll go I'll, on the reaction from Louisville land. There you go. I, I still think. They're they're a solid football team. They're a veteran yeah. group, and they're a solid football team. So it'll be interesting to see how they finish the rest of the year. You know, once they start playing guys, teams like Clemson, I think they have potentially Boston College. 
I'm not sure who's on that schedule, but some of the teams at the top as well. I mean, they yeah. played more this weekend, uh, and it was a very good game. Uh, competitive, back and forth. You know, either team could have won it. Actually, it came down to, what, overtime? Close or, to it. Or close uh, close to it. Yeah, it, it wasn't quite almost. Yeah. Yeah. So it was it was that whole could have gone either way. Yeah. And so Louisville, you know, is a quality team and they found a way to win. I don't know if they find a way to win on the road, but at home. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Living here in Louisville land, and you know. I'm always one. I, I'm never one that says officiating is this way or the other. And and granted, if Louisville doesn't muff that punt right before the half, they're not in that situation. Right. But you tell me, Charlie, I'll go to you as, as our resident Heisman Trophy winning quarterback who's played World College football in any of us. Have you ever had a play that ran that took less than four seconds? I mean, you know. <laughs> that was a suspect call, Charlie. There's, there's you know, a suspect. I'm going. I'm calling the ACC out, and I hope they actually watch this because this is all we're getting in here in Louisville. And I'm, not, I'm, I'm going back. I'm not the one that complains about officiating because I'm like, there's plenty of plays that Louisville could have made. Malik Cunningham overthrew two touchdown passes in yes. the first half. Yes, but. There's no way on earth that Wake Forest called a timeout to get that field goal on before the half. There's no way that happened. And the fact that the ACC put out their video melt of highlights on YouTube, and all of you can go back on YouTube and see that they cover up the scoreboard on that field goal, that lets you know that that call was BS. The ACC knows it, and the referees blew it, and the ACC covered it up. Here's how bad the call was. In real time, they replayed it, and and they didn't slow it down. They played it in real time. They said, let's listen to see when the whistle happens. Well, the whistle happens right when the play is over. And when you look up at the clock, it's at zero. There is no one second. There's no timeout. There's nothing. But well, you know, I'm, one play doesn't beat you, though. One play doesn't beat you. Here's one play lesson. doesn't beat you. As I, yeah. I want to reiterate that. One play doesn't beat you. Cunningham missed two wide open receivers in the end zone yeah. for touchdowns. Yeah. In I the hate. first half. And the punt returner muffed the punt. That put them in that situation. Right. So I don't, I'm not gonna be the guy that blames the referees for it. However, they blew that call, and not only did they blow that call, the ref the ACC covered it up. Yeah. When they released their video, their video melt of highlights that they re- release every week of the every ACC game, they covered it up in their ACC melt. Okay, Charlie, come on back in there. <laughs> Well, I, I'll just say this because I've been on the good side and the bad side of bad calls. <laughs> and my team currently 
has been on the bad side of some bad calls as well as we talked about. Especially mm-hmm. when you lose, you're always looking at how you could have won if this wouldn't have happened. And like we've said, and you all have said, we've had numerous opportunities to make up for it at some point. But there's always, you know, we go back to the one mistake that the referees may have made, but there are plenty of mistakes that the coaches and the players may have made during the course of the game that don't get magnified. So I think it's all a wash at some point. The wash. And, of course, the losing team always going to point back to one play. But guess what? In a competitive game, that is normally the case. <laughs> one one play, whatever, regardless of what that play looks like, is normally the, the, the reason why a team won and a team lost. Yeah. And this is why – and this is another thing – another part why I'm with Charlie is because – on Wake Forest's last drive, they had a third down that Louisville gave up the first down. And so, yeah, Louisville fans, and I hear them, I hear them all. I've been hearing them for three days now. Yeah. While, yeah, yeah the referees totally blew that call. <coughs> you had chances to win outside of that call. Well, and, yeah. And like with most games, especially close games, yeah, there could be a call here and there to kind of, messed you up but there's other there's other plays and situations in games where you could have avoided all of that like not muffing the punt in the first place to where you would have won the game and you could have taken the officiating out of the out of the game altogether. Louisville should have won that game. Louisville outplayed Wake Forest. Yeah. But they they But play. here's what they didn't do. They didn't they didn't beat Wake Forest. Here's what I mean. One thing about Wake Forest that I learned watching that game this was my official First time watching them, you know, start to finish. I've mostly just watched a lot of highlights or condensed game versions of what they do. This is the first time watching them. And one thing they don't do, they're not going to beat themselves. They, they're they disciplined enough to go out and do consistently what they're supposed to do. Not dynamic athletes. They're not going to wow you with the athletic prowess. Uh, Sam Hartman is not going to do a bunch of stuff that makes you go, oh, my God, he's an NFL prospect. None of that. They're just not going to do a lot of things to beat themselves. And they didn't. But they didn't. the better athletes were clearly on Louisville's side, and Louisville didn't take advantage of that. And that's and that's where I think the mistake – that was the biggest glaring mistake to me. If you, have the better, if you have the better athletes, discipline should be a no-brainer. So when it comes down to talent, talent should win. But that's not what happened. Discipline became the factor – and like I said, Louisville started making mistakes that basically cost them the game. Yeah, Although that was the terrible play. Share penalty. Yeah. That being said, that being said, my brother Lloyd Spence. Yes. We are burying the lead. No, the no, lead. no, I'm not burying the lead. The I'm... lead. The lead on this show where we have a Heisman Trophy winning national championship quarterback for Florida State. And they finally get a win a month into the season. We no, have I, the Knowles. The I, was, I was trying to, I was trying to lead up to it. I was leading up to it. I, I know I'm just directing the show. 
I just I want to build build the anticipation because I, like for one, I don't want to take anything for Wake Forest because they are the highest ranked team in the in the conference, and I want to give my brother Charlie Ward his flowers because he believes in his nose and his nose oh. got the win. Yeah, they did. Boys, yours, my brother. So, so what does that win mean for your team? Or does other than the, other just than the win? We just we won a game. It was. I mean, it's just. If anything, it's, it's big for the guys. Confident, you know. As I've talked about, you know, they've been working and putting in the time and everything and practicing. They just hadn't seen that fruit of winning, the winning fruit. I mean, they've seen a bunch of bare, uh, bare leaves, I mean, uh, branches, but you finally saw a bud. Yeah. You know how when you've been waiting for that bud to come up for so long, you've been doing all the necessary things to get that bud up, and, and then all of a sudden you see the bud come up, and it's been six months. And it's like, it's yeah, flower. yes. <laughs> I just want to give a shout out to Florida State for being one of the only uh, teams that have a kicker in the state of Florida that can make a field goal. <laughs> that's, not, that's not been a thing. Kickers in Florida don't make field goals all the time. Don't, don't, don't be kicking my man. Sometimes uh, they get them blocked in Lexington. Corrales. <laughs> no, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, Listen, this isn't just a Florida State problem. It's a problem. It's something about the air in Florida that doesn't allow you to kick field goals sometimes in clutch situations. And sometimes, and sometimes that air travels to Lexington. Yeah. So it happens. <laughs> it, it, it happens. But but he got the win, and that was that was a big-time win. That was a big-time win. Uh, that's uh, That was another big-time win, but it was a very clutch kick by a kicker because yeah. he's been – you know, kind of all over the place. I mean, you don't you don't really know. He's made some. He put it nicely. He's missed some, and he's missed extra points. He's made extra points, so you you kind of don't know, you know. And you know, it's like someone going to the free throw line, and you know they made some clutch free throws, but they missed some, and then they missed some easy ones, and you know, just it, you just don't know what you're going to get. And so I was happy for him. Yeah. Because you know, a lot of times when you're put under the, the pressure and you actually come through, I, I just take, take me for instance, my, my junior year, when I was, we were playing against Clemson, the game was in the balance. I had the football. They gave, they gave us the football in the fourth quarter. It was our last drive to win the game. So, before that, I had four interceptions. I struggled a whole night, four interceptions, but we had a chance to win the game. So I drive the football down, help the team drive the football down, and we end up scoring. I end up throwing a game-winning touchdown. I mean, that's that's huge confidence. Now, you know, the next it's even week, more confidence in your coach because who was your backup? Uh, Danny Canal. He probably should have been in the game at that point. But he was at one point. But – he wasn't. I'm just messing with you because I love you. <laughs> they gave me an opportunity to redeem myself. And redeem I, yourself. That's right. Your backup quarterback was older than you, wasn't it? <laughs> no, it was younger. 
That's hilarious. But, but I'm just saying that that when you get an opportunity to redeem yourself and you come through, it provides it gives you confidence. Huge. Very huge. Very so huge. You can carry that over to the next week, you know, where <laughs> you may have opportunities. All right. Well, we got like I said, Louisville uh came up slightly short uh with their, their uh three point loss and this uh Florida State got the win with a three point win. So um before we get into the rest of the scores, I do have to ask you guys this question. Uh I saw last week uh the show get up on ESPN and Paul Feinbaum was saying that Clemson was over that it the run for Clemson is over. It's done. Your thoughts, Charlie Ward, your thoughts, Kendrick Haskins. Is Clemson's run over? I'm not a big Paul Feinbaum fan. Um, just just off the cuff. Um, he may you're, be, you're amongst friends. He may be accurate, <laughs> may be accurate but I just, you know, he, he reminds me of somebody uh, – but I'm not sure who he reminds me of, but it's somebody I just can't get down with. Somebody negative. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is about him, but um, but I, I'm not sure if it's over because the defense is still stout. Uh, officially, they're just struggling. And and I sat and watched them play. The quarterback's not just – he's not hitting his target. Yeah. I mean, he has guys open. And he's missing guys low. Um, just off target, and then they did get a, some semblance of a run game um, the other night. But I just don't know. I mean, you're you're used to them clicking, like the offense clicking. Yeah. But that didn't happen. I mean, defensively, I mean, they, they gave up, what, 14 points? 13, yeah. Yeah, I mean, so you're talking about they're still a solid team. If they can get their offense to or DJ to at least hit those open guys that are open, they'll continue to play solid offense or be be solid on offense. But right now he's all over the place. His his pass all over the place, and then the run game did have a pulse. Um, that was Kobe uh, Pace, who who kind of led their uh, run game. I think he had 19 carries and like 125 yards. Yeah, so he, a lot he, of that, he was really good. Yeah, well, a lot of that was on one carry, but <laughs> um, you know, even still, I think you know if they can get DJ to play at a higher level in the passing game, they'll be much better. What happened? What is happening from that Notre Dame game last year to now? Like what? Because you would think with more reps, he would be much, much better. Is it just the transition of the the, the offensive line and all of the things that were around him? The difference is Travis, or what is it? The difference is Travis Etienne is on the DL on the injured list for the Jacksonville Jaguars rather than right. playing, playing. Rather than playing, rather than playing <laughs> his senior year. He covered up a lot of ills. Yeah. And like and and you know. I don't like to disrespect the OGs in the game, and and Paul Feinbaum is an OG in the game. But he's also an OG SEC in the game. And so there's always that SEC arrogance of 
a one down season means that you know that the whole you know the Clint the Clemson's over. Little do they forget how bad Alabama was before Nick Saban got there. Right. So I mean Alabama, I mean, we're all of an age. Alabama wasn't like that when Charlie Ward was running things at Florida State. No. And, and, and that's good. not that long ago. They were good, but they weren't they weren't this, this and yeah. then and the fame and a, a funny meme came up, which is absolutely hilarious. It came that was circling around Louisville. Louisville social media was Ron Cooper, who is, you know, not exactly looked in in a bright eye in Louisville, beat Nick Saban when Nick Saban was the coach at Michigan State <laughs> when Ron Cooper was at Louisville. And so, and Nick Saban, I mean, not taking anything from him. He is, I mean, he's, he's the greatest coach in college football. I think we can say that. But right. Alabama hasn't always been Alabama. And so for Paul Feinbaum to say that Clemson has already fallen off when they've having one bad season, I mean, that's, that's the total SEC thing to say, and I, and I can't get down with it. I, I feel like that Clemson will be back. They're just young. They just lost a lot, but they'll be back. Alabama has had years. The year when they lost to Johnny Manziel. I mean, Alabama's even with, with Saban there, Alabama's had their years when they weren't Alabama. And so, I mean, this is just a down year for Clemson. So, yeah. so, 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 I mean, to kind of piggyback off that, well, the SEC – and the country basically there is a two two team race they're both in the sec yeah so who else is carrying that mantle in the sec outside of those two teams and if you're talking about clemson's falling off i mean he lost to georgia 10 to 3. right i just think yeah. it's the first game and all of that so there it's not like they're far off you know when it's all said and done well, it's off for them. They're they're a victim of their own standard, just like you know great teams are, great programs are. So I'm not. So I understand what people are saying that they're falling off, because by their standards that they've set the last five, six, seven years, yeah, this is not a great Clemson team. But they're not so great. Is still miles ahead of everybody else. So, yeah, so I, I understand like what you said. Uh, this is interesting. Al said, is Paul Feinbaum kind of Whitlockish? Jason Whitlockish. I don't put anybody in. I, I don't know if he's that bad, but he's but he's, nobody's as bad as Jason Whitlock. Yeah, but he is hot takeish, though. He's he very hot takeish. Yeah, he's hot takeish, but Jason Whitlock. I, I mean, well, Jason Whitlock is something else that I won't say because Charlie's here. It, it, this this, this this platform is not not about his nonsense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Right. All right. We'll go into the other uh, the other games of the week and the recap. We had Pitt. Who uh, I was down. stunned. I figured Pitt was going to win this game, but I did not see that coming. I but, see a blowout coming. Yeah. But Pitt is so inconsistent. They want they they did this this week, and then next week they might they might score thirteen points. See, I think we gotta stop saying they're inconsistent. I think we gotta start saying they're consistently inconsistent. <laughs> That's more accurate. They they are consistently going to not be predictable. You the don't know what is, you're going to get. When we all made our predictions last week, that's exactly what we said about this game. Yeah, we don't know it, what pit team's going to show up. 
And that and that is their consistency. We we're gonna leave you guessing. That's their <laughs> so um but the big kid is off the chains though. He, he he's not he's not uh bad. Who's that? The quarterback Pickett. Oh Pickett, oh no, Pickett, yeah, I think is quietly Pickett is quietly playing himself into an NFL draft. I think and right he, now he he's a solid the best quarterback in the conference. If he's consistent, that's the issue. <laughs> I'll say this. If I had to project him right now, I'd say he's probably a solid fifth or sixth rounder, but trending up. What year is he? Uh, he's a senior. Yeah, he's a senior. Yeah, he's he's, a senior. Yeah. If he's a senior, he's a fifth round. Fifth round. Yeah, I would say he's a solid fifth or sixth rounder, <laughs> trending and up, trending up in the right direction. If if you've been in school that long, they're not taking you to the top. No. <laughs> That's no, no, not that's at all. what I said. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. That's why I said solid fifth or six, six round. Um, so that was one interesting game. The other interesting, uh, I'd say shocking game. North Carolina not just beating Duke, but blowing Duke out. That's only shocking to one person on this panel. Why, why, why are you shocked? Because I don't believe it's only shocking to one person on this panel. Not to me. <laughs> I am stunned. I know you stand because you just don't want to see North Carolina. <laughs> you just don't trust you them. Okay, first of all, we're not going to Sam Howell. First of all, what we're not going to do is act like Sam Howell was just amazing. He was eighteen to thirty-two. Now it turned out to be three hundred twenty-one yards, but still, <laughs> you are. It's still over fifty percent completions. <laughs> I will not believe. I will not believe. You did have a lot I, of Again, like I said, this is not surprising to two-thirds of this panel. Okay. <laughs> what were you saying, Charlie? I said he did have a lot of incompletes. He because that's who he is. He's well, a solid fifth rounder, too. All right. We talked about Boston College Clemson. Uh what about Louisiana Tech, North Carolina State? Uh that it was a close game, but La Tech is not a bad football team. La Tech's pretty good. Yeah. And if you remember last week, I said this could be a trap game for NC State coming off that win against Clemson. I said that last week. Yeah. Well, they, listen. They, Go ahead. They did, they did look like they weren't the team that beat Clemson or, or trending upward during this game. I thought they would pull away at some point, but it never did. Uh, they no. kept a lot of Louisiana Tech back in the game, and I mean they kept their distance, but it wasn't easy. College kids, they read they read their headlines and start smelling themselves after they beat Clemson. I was I was worried about that coming into that game. They they pulled it off. They they did not lose, but I had a feeling that 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 was going to be a trap game for NC State. Well, the, the, I, I, listen, they, that's what college kids are. You know, they, they read the press clippings, they see the highlights, they, and, you know, they walk the campus and hear the cheers, and they got, now you got to retrain them all through the week. So, they only have to walk campus. All they got to do is just open up their phone. Social media, that's exactly right. Uh, and then, of course, the Thursday game, Virginia uh, got the win. Surprise. I, I thought this was the surprise of the week. Virginia beating Miami. I didn't see that coming. 
I wasn't surprised, even though I picked Miami to win that game. I wasn't surprised that they lost, and I also wasn't surprised in the fashion that they lost with that field goal don't doinking off the goal. Again, <laughs> what's wrong with kickers in Florida? Come on, man. It's a, it's Charlie, Charlie, it's Charlie, a all that your, your nose has gone through with wide rights and lefts against Miami. How much did you laugh at that? Char- Charlie, it's a thing. It's no. a thing. I was I was heartbroken that they lost the game <laughs> because Coach Diaz is a Florida State guy, and at one point, and DJ's on the team, but it's a it's a Florida school, even though they're like a rivalry, uh, a rival. But just the fact again, they had an opportunity to win a game. And now people are going to be talking about how bad they are because they lost on a last-second kick, and the game was a very good game. I mean, they, they yeah. fought back. I mean, they were down, what, 10 points at one time? or It was something, and they looked like they weren't going to make anything happen. And then my man gets a long run. Uh, they cut the lead, and then they kept turning and getting, getting back in it. And they found a way to – get down the field to put themselves in a position to kick the game winner. And my man daunted off yep. the cross, off the bar. But what, shout, what out the, the, shout out to the Virginia wide receiver on that catch in the end zone. That was the, that was the most insane catch for a touchdown we've seen all season. Yeah, that was nice. That was nice. That might be the play of the year. Of course, that, that goes back to the Miami DB dropping the interception. Because it should have been picked off. <laughs> it's the little, yeah, it's the little things, man, that, that win and lose games. Well, yeah. So if you bet it with us last week on betonline.ag, uh, if you bet it with Charlie and Kid, you made a ton of money. You bet it with me, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was in my feelings last week. I admit that. I mean, a lot of I'm in my picture. Me and Charlie was laughing at a lot of your picks last week. I can't remember. I will. I will admit that I made a lot. Of, I'm in my feelings picks last week. So this time I will try to vote a little bit more. This game uh, was that you got the Clemson huh? game. The game that I got right. Yeah. Um. What was the game I got right? It had to be Clemson. Yeah, I think. No, I bet Syracuse on that one. No, no. You bet you got you got Clemson. You did get Clemson wrong. I was NC State, yeah. I I I predicted the upset, which by the way, I wasn't far off. I almost got that one. I'm also the captain. I went four shoes and hand grenades. Huh? Just like I told you, we almost won three out of the <laughs> four games. Yeah, Charlie yeah. almost won at Notre Dame. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Forty-four. Touche. Almost doesn't count. You're right. You're right. Well, let's see if I can do better this weekend. Now, if you're betting with me overall, long-term season, you're making money. You're doing fine. You just had a bad week, and you might need to park the car in the garage. <laughs> I just don't want any problems for you. But this, there's not a lot of games this week, so. We'll go uh, through the list this week. Georgia Tech at Duke. Man, this is a pick'em. 
<laughs> yeah. I don't know he's really going to show up. I'm going with the rambling wreck. The rambling wreck? Yeah. Did Duke lose anybody in the game the other night? Uh, that's a great question. I don't remember. We if can. Not, if not, I'm going to go with uh, Duke. You going with the Dukies? Yes. I don't know why, but. <laughs> I'm, I'm going with Tech. This feels like a flawed logic, Charlie. <laughs> um, this is a battle of the brains right here. I don't know what to do with this one. I'm going with the Ramblin' Wreck at Georgia Tech. The line, what does the line say? Let me see what the line says. I'm just curious. Three and a half favorite for Georgia Tech. And that's on the road. So you definitely gotta go Georgia Tech. I'm going Duke. <laughs> okay. Duke at home. One and seven last week. I know. I didn't do well. <laughs> last. I did not do well last week. I'll admit that. Uh, let's go with um, – we'll save that one. Let's go Wake Forest and Syracuse. Can Syracuse rebound from such a tough loss against Florida State? Or is Wake Forest for real? I think they can rebound, but I do believe Wake Forest is – is uh, <coughs> I'm gonna go wait for us. Yeah, Everybody's going wait for us. I'm tough. I can't because I'm for some reason, and this might this might be me uh texting y'all Saturday morning for a half because <laughs> I have a feeling about Syracuse in this game because it's a trap game. I'm going Wake Forest, even though I have a strange feeling about Syracuse in this game. They are six and a half point favorites. Who, Syracuse? No, Wake, Wake Forest. Forest. Oh. I, I, I got a weird feeling about this game. This is a job-saving game for Dino Babers. Like, if he wins this one, he gives another year. It's not even that. That's not even why I'm, I have a I have a bad feeling about this game for Wake Forest because they really shouldn't have won last. Week. There's nothing that they do <laughs> that deserves you picking them. That's the problem. They don't do anything wrong. They just don't do anything dynamically. Like even after watching that game, I didn't walk away from that game going, "Man, that kid makes the difference." They're all okay. They're okay. They do their jobs, which is what you want. But that kid, A.T. Perry, is not bad. Right. But that's what you can say about They're all of them. They're not bad. None of them are bad. They just don't. Yeah. Top to bottom, Wake Forest is a good team. I just. They're a good team. I just have a weird feeling. About, it's not that he gets Wake Forest. I really do believe Wake Forest is legit, but. I just have a weird feeling about this game. I'm picking the Demon Deacons, but I have a weird feeling about this game. Listen, I have a cushion. I'm going Syracuse. I've got, I have a cushion. I've got a feeling the half-field dome named after an air conditioning company that doesn't have air conditioning is going to give Wake Forest problems. 
Huh? So they have air conditioning now. They got it. No, they, they don't. The carrier dome is not air conditioned. Named after the carrier air conditioning company. But they just uh, they just remodeled it. When? See, there you go. Uh, <laughs> that's the reason why I'm going to Syracuse because they they they're doing things that you're not even aware of. <laughs> <laughs> if you go and open go. all the doors at the dome, the dome will deflate. Oh, <laughs> Let's go Notre Dame, Virginia Tech. Hokies. <laughs> I do. That's another team I don't believe in anymore. What did you believe anymore? Makes you sound like you believed in Notre Dame to begin with. There were times in my life where I believed. Rocket is not walking through that door. That's what I said today. <laughs> not, Rocket's not walking through that door. Tim Brown is not walking through that door. <laughs> Joe Montana's not walking through that door. Shoot, man, Titeo's not walking through that door. <laughs> so I'm going to Virginia Tech. Is Virginia Tech consistent, though? They might be consistent enough to be. Listen, Notre Dame is a one-point favorite. That's how much That's how much the people believe, the betters believe in Notre Dame. Vegas, one that's point how much favorite. Las Vegas is betting on. Notre Damers. <laughs> like, <on> hey. <laughs> this is a pick em. all day in that game. This is a pick 'em game. Give me the give me Virginia Tech I'm, all day in that game. I'm gonna go with Virginia Tech because I'm not sure what this pine kid, Notre Dame. There you go. All right. How good he is. See, we all went Virginia Tech on that one. Have, and, sh- and shout out to my my Louisville boy Desmond Ritter at Cincinnati for getting that win against Notre Dame last week. I mean, completely exposed Notre Dame early. Like we know, yeah, Desmond Ritter's the real deal. Yeah, he's yeah we know what you are, and we're not afraid of you. All right, um, our final two games: Virginia at Louisville. Louisville's a two and a half point favorite at home. I'm gonna go with Louisville. Yeah, I gotta go with Louisville on that one. I'll go with Louisville just because, but it's hard when because you the thing with the thing with the odds, you get you usually get three points when you're the home team, and by them only being a two and a half point favorite. But I think that line's gonna move though. Well, I, I don't. I don't like. I don't really pay attention to the lines when it moves because that's because that's just bet. Right. But, the initial line, but I think Louisville's going to win because Malik Cunningham is playing good ball, even though he missed two touchdown passes that would have won them the game. But they get they're getting one of their receivers back that got knocked out in that Ole Miss game. I'll go with U of L. All right, uh, our final pick of the night. This is an easy one for me. Florida State at UNC. <laughs> The easy one for me. I have no challenge. There's what no is, challenge. What are you? There's no thought. What is the source of this trauma? The nose. Back-to-back victories. Uh, I don't even think Charlie's State. picking Florida State to win on the road. Oh, you know I am. Charlie, I've already pistoled you in, sir. I believe in the Seminoles. And Hopefully. so do I, Charlie. So they well and offensively and defensively, special teams, special teams last week was yeah very good. Um, it, it was all good. I'm going with the heels. Oh, uh, 
See, because you're glutton for punishment. Says the one who went one and seven last week. <laughs> yeah, but I got a head start on y'all. The first week I killed it, so I had a little bit of a head start. I'm fine. I'm, I'm going. With if you're the betting with me, you're still making money. I'm going with the Tar Heels at home against Florida State. As a as a person who grew up a Florida State fan, you know I find you I find you betting against them quite often. What's that about? For for such a fan, what's that about? One one game. (laughs) (laughs) I bet against Louisville, and I live here all the time. (laughs) Well, Charlie, I am I'm with you. Shout out to Mike Norvell. I do believe in Norvell, and I think Florida State needs to stick with him. All this talking about firing Norvell is crazy to me. Just like. The, the weirdos that I live here with, they talk about they want to move on from Satterfield and Chris Mack. I'm like, who else are you going to get? But I like I like Mike Norville. I like what he's doing there. It's just going to take time. He's got a very young team there at Florida State. And while I pick against them consistently this year. Consistently. They've won one game. I've been right <laughs> most of the time. But if, we, but if we would band together as a band of brothers, and support we be our band of brothers losing money. Oh. And so, or <laughs> does not want us giving our giving giving our viewers bad advice. Or the <laughs> unity of our power of agreement would send powerful, powerful stuff to Florida State, thereby causing them to win games. Yeah, when they're at home, I give them more yeah. chance. But on the road at North Carolina, a team that was picked to win the conference. Yeah, I gotta go with the Tar Heels. I I will throw this out at you. When we was talking about the Seminoles, you know, we're we're one and four, correct? That is correct. Out of the four losses and the one win, there's eleven point difference. I mean, yeah. So in the three three of the four losses, I, I not including, of course, three of the four. For one being Wake Forest, which was uh, 20 or whatever it was. Um, the other three losses were 14 points. And then we won by three points. So the differential out of the four out of five games uh, and the loss and the wins are like 11 points. There you go. See? There was a once a quote from the mighty Bill Parcells who says you are what your record says you are. <laughs> all, I, all, all I say is, is, is we're, we're close. You are close. Record says you are. I love my nose. I love them. But I also recognize what they are right now. Rebuilding and young. A year or two from now, we'll be talking. We'll be talking about two years from now. We're going to be talking about a whole different thing. All I go back to again is four out of five games. There's eleven point difference between. That's why I'm saying because they're young. Because they're young. Because they're a young some team. Point, young at teams some lose. point, that's going to turn around, and we'll start yeah. winning close games. Agree with you wholeheartedly, young team. It'll be this week games. against. It'll be this week against Sam Howell. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> and because of your hatred to Sam Howell, I'm giving the young guy love and saying, bro, prove this man wrong. His quarterback 
is that is Danny Dimes. Is, <laughs> they won yesterday. They, As I predicted they, on they, the beat they beat Jameis last yesterday. Right. As I predicted on the five, he threw for 40 yards. He did great. Matter of fact, since we had the shout out pro, uh, part of our show, that's where my shout out is going. Yeah. Shout, out, shout out to my Giants and Saquon Barkley. It was so good to see Saquon play like Saquon yesterday. He looked fantastic. And uh, hopefully that confidence will uh, spill on into uh, the house that Eli Manning built. <laughs> Also known as Cowboy Stadium. You notice what I almost spit out my game. I saw that. I saw that. I saw that. That's my that's my shout out for this week. Oh, shout out. <laughs> oh, also I want to give a shout out once again to Plano East superstar running back Ismael Mahdi, who ran for 25 carries for 335 yards this weekend and five touchdowns. I put him on Facebook, on my Facebook page. I don't know if you saw it. Wow. Well, I just realized for some reason uh, we have not connected on Facebook, and we have to write that wrong. So, and Facebook so, has to write that wrong. Yeah, Facebook may have <laughs> Facebook may have kept us from part. I don't know, but, <laughs> but we'll fix it tonight. So, I put it uh, out there that this man who's running for all these yards. His team, I don't think, is winning. But he hadn't foregone his senior year to yeah. focus on college and all that kind of carrying on. Even though he's a very good back, he, I guess he doesn't have a place to go right now. But I'm just – I commend the kid for sticking with his team and not going <laughs> to a different school and not opting out the year, talking about I'm trying to save myself and – I don't want to get hurt, and I'm the best thing we have. And so all this nonsense that we keep seeing, uh, you know, and so I'm just I'm just happy that he's he's, he's old school in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So I'm just shouting out your shout out. There you go. And Ishmael. Yeah, probably so kid, man. Hope we can get him to a, a good school. Yes. Hopefully. <laughs> what about you, Kendrick? What are you going with? My shout out is a repeat shout out because because of the timeline of their season, we don't get to cover them as much as they deserve. But shout out to University of Louisville volleyball team. Yeah, country. They picked up two more sweeps over the weekend. They swept Clemson on Friday, and they swept number eighteen Georgia Tech at Georgia Tech on Sunday. Shout out to my girl, Danny Boosman Kelly, and the head, the head coach of U of L volleyball. And shout out to them because they're number three and they're undefeated. And I think they've only had two two matches all season that weren't sweet. So wow. shout That's out to impressive. them. Oh, I got one more shout out. One more shout out. Shout out to my high school alma mater, Western High School, who is the preseason number one in the sixth region, which we haven't done that. In a long, 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 long time. <laughs> basketball? Give you that yes, basketball. They've got strong guard play. Yes. My boy Tim Hinkleson is yes. balling. They got and they they've got strong guard play. They were young last year. They they almost won the sixth region last year. They are young. They were young last year with freshman and sophomore. So and almost got to the state championship. Back. Yeah. 
Most of that team's coming back, so they're a little bit older, a little bit wiser. Yeah, Western's going to be a problem this year in Kentucky high school basketball. Let's go, Warriors. All right. <laughs> I had to give him a shout-out. Shout out to Young Hink. Young Hink doing his thing. <laughs> All right. This was fun, man. Despite a crazy day on Facebook, we made it to Facebook and got a chance to shout-out to the Noisemakers and do our show. That was, that was amazing. Charlie, I didn't realize it until today. Shout out NBA to Louisville. Yeah, it's not going to happen. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but they had an organization that gave me a T-shirt. Well, then there you go. We're gonna <laughs> that is oh, I'm sorry, Ron. I didn't see your shout out. Shout out to Justin Fields coming back from child abuse. The <laughs> <laughs> winning his first game this past Sunday. Uh, the coach fired the, the offensive coordinator fired fired himself and uh, gave the play calling duties to another coach. And they yeah, but in the yeah, but in the press conference he said, "Listen, I have to prove all this stuff." You know, I was like, "Just say the man did a good job." Why you can't say the man did a good job? It was really a bad press conference. That, that means because all of them are going to be gone at the end of the season. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good and get a man credit. He's probably feeling a certain kind of way for firing himself. And that I, just, I just know that my beloved Cowboys are probably going to lose their offensive coordinator at the end of the year because the Bears are going to come after him. Who's if they're that? smart. Who's the offensive coordinator? Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore. I don't know. He might be in line for the Cowboys head coaching job. He should be. But, <laughs> but however, if they win, how are they going to keep winning like they are? How are they going to justify getting rid of, you know? Well, we'll do what we can to help. We'll, we'll do what we can to help him stay there because we we, we 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 coming this weekend. Who, the Giants? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Charlie the Giants. I'm trying to say this with a straight face. Cowboys <laughs> defense is playing really, really well at this point. Don't do that, Charlie. Don't, don't do, don't be that guy. My man, my, my man number seven, my man number seven, and my man number eleven coming for you on defense. I'm hype. I'm hype about the Cowboys defense for the first time in thirty years. <laughs> they definitely got a solid defense. That Parson kid is off the chain. Michael Parsons is a monster. Diggs is a monster in the secondary. Huh? Who passed up on Parsons? Uh, ten other teams. Ten other teams because he sat out his senior year because of COVID. Yeah, ten other teams who didn't look at the tape from the previous year were like, "Nah, we're good." Thank you. Shout out to the Jets who thought he, they didn't need him. <laughs> let's go. Let's go a different route. Hey, they got to win this weekend. Yeah, they got a quarterback. So they, they they got the same quarterback. They shouldn't have gave up on Sam Darnold, but no. Shout out, they won. No, Sam looks great. Sam looks good. So <laughs> Sam looks great. <laughs> Sam's good. They gave up on him too soon. Much too soon. Much too soon. All right, people. Have a great uh, continuation of your Monday. And uh, go nose and uh, down goes UNC. All right, we're out of here. <laughs>
You've been listening to Believe in the ACC with Charlie Ward, Lloyd Spence, and Kendrick Haskins. Please like, follow, subscribe, and share from the Noisemakers page on Facebook and on YouTube. And you can also listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, and wherever podcasts can be heard. And join us. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.